and welcome everybody to our third pub snack edition of Diz After Dark. I'm Nick. Paul D. And Paul W. Yes, and it's just the three of us tonight. We can make it if we try. Just the three of us. Three's uh, more than enough. We're more than up for it. I think so. I think so. Um, yes. So we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be doing the next round of uh, the results, and we'll start off, I suppose, with the results of the last one, which is going to be a bit controversial. Uh, you know, there's no lying about it. Um, we did have one clear winner. Well, technically, we had. So, um, in the uh, the art of animation, and we also uh, went sweeping through was the boardwalk in. Mm. Now, That's... we're putting four through, aren't we? Um, yeah. Like in each round, um, mm-hmm. but there were three with with uh, the same amount of votes, eighteen percent share. So, um, not the singer by the way. Um, so so with that in mind, um, and it's the three of us, we're going to have to fight to death. No. We're going to have to try and see if um, we can uh, vote for one to, or vote for two to go through, really. So I suppose the best way of doing this is if I announce the three that it's between, hmm. and if we vote for the one we like the least of those three, and then if uh, one stands out, then uh, that's the one that gets mothballed and the other two go through. Does that make sense? Sounds like a plan. Like a kind of reverse vote. So um, the three that we have to vote between is the Yacht Club results, mm-hmm. Disney's Saratoga Springs results and Spa, and Fort Wilderness results and Campground. So there are they are the three. They are the three. So uh, with that, in, which means, by the way, if you haven't paid attention, that the uh, the grand flow. See you later. Not getting through. Didn't That's have a shocker, isn't it? I think that is quite a shock. Flagship resort. Yeah, yeah. With all those great restaurants and yeah. and snotty yeah. people. Yeah, snobby people. And people don't like the teddy bear lady. Could be that. She was scary. I'm not, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not arguing with that one. I did see the pictures. <laughs> um, right, so with that in mind, um, does anyone want to put their hand up first and vote for the one that they think is the least of those to them? Yeah, I'm going to pull up my revolver. It's only got one bullet in it. I'm going to shoot Saratoga Springs in the back of the head. <gasps> oh, like an episode of The Walking <sighs> Dead. <laughs> or uh, I'm actually going to join you as well. Yeah, I'm going for Saratoga Springs as well. Wow. Well, I was going for Full Wilderness. I thought you might. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, so that's so that's good because that means we've we've got we've got two winners. So uh, that means the Yacht Club results and also uh, Full Wilderness go through. Excellent. And, uh, Saratoga right at the last knockins got Lennied. <laughs> Not Lenny Henry, of course. <laughs> Um, right, so uh, is anyone drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking. Yeah, what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking, uh, and it's it's all about getting the season right. I'm drinking mulled wine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like well, a bit of mulled wine in well, April. I, I said to Kerry, my wife, I said, no um, "Could you stick us a couple of bottles of cider in the fridge?" And she said, "No, you've got half a bottle of mulled wine there since Christmas. You bought it. You're either going to drink it or I'm pouring it down the sink." So, well, that wasn't happening. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, I, it I, went straight I, in the microwave. I was going to say, I can't see a Scotsman now booze to be poured down <laughs> a sink. It's just wastage. <laughs> no, we had to be under the kitchen cupboard with the uh, with the, the U-bend off line, line with my mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, if anyone wants to draw a picture of that scene, I'd love to see it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wapperpool. Uh a nice glass of refreshing Diet Coke. Ah. And to balance it out, of course, that's mine. That's uh, Pepsi Max Cherry. So that's both major brands of cola represented. Other <laughs> brands of cola, of course, are available and not quite as delicious. So, uh, with that in mind, um, this week we have uh, another seven, I think. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, eight. Sorry, it can't count. Eight results. Um, so uh, they are Disney's Pop Century Resort, Dinanese, Dinanese. Yeah, I'm not even drunk this week. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Beach Club Resort. In fact, all of these are Disney, so I just skip that part. Uh, Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Villas Jambo House, Animal Kingdom Villas Can. Kadani Village, Kidani sorry, at yep. uh, the Baldwalk Villas and Polynesian Villas and Bungalows. Right. So, uh, I suppose that we should start this list off at the top. Uh, one that we talked about a little bit last week and the one that I've been itching to talk about, because it's the one I know most about, and that is Disney's Pop Century Resort. So, um, I think we established it was a late bloomer, 2003. I think it first opened. Um, and it's a pretty big result, isn't it? It is, would, yeah. It would have been even I mean, bigger. It was supposed to be bigger, yeah. But it's still a pretty big resort in its own right. Indeed. So, you stayed there, Nick. I know you have, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And Paul, have you stayed there? I haven't, no. Okay. And you, and you were the king of Pop Century, weren't you, Paul? I've, I've only stayed... I've, I'm, I'm really the king of the All-Stars. I'm oh, sorry, the All-Stars, yeah, yeah. That's all right. But I've stayed at Pop Century only one time. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I enjoyed it. It's very similar to the All-Star, obviously. Slightly different theming, but same basic layout and plan. And, I mean, the thing is, I think I think the value results get a bit of a bad rep, personally. Mm. Um, because, yes, they are, they are value results, as, as the name suggests. But... I mean, to me, you know, a hotel room should be clean, should be tidy, um, but I'm there to sleep. I'm there for a few hours. I'm, I'm not one of these people. Like, my when I'm when I'm at Disney Park, um, I need to have somebody. Um, I need somebody to to be able to be close to the park so I can go and enjoy it as much as I want to, um, and. You know, just kind of enjoy myself like that. Um, I, I I don't understand why people need to have five star luxury, but maybe it's just me. Uh, am I wrong there, or no? I think it's I think it's horses for courses. I think you know we we started at the values and we've had some fantastic holidays at the value resorts, and you know they're big and they're bustly. They've got a big food court. They've got the biggest food court, I think, of of any other resorts because that's really the market, you know, that they're that they're catering for. They don't have table service restaurants, but it has got a bit of a buzz about it. If you go in the food court in the morning, you know, even at like mm. six in the morning, 
the place is packed, people are getting ready for the theme parts, you know, it's quite exciting. So, yeah, it doesn't have all the amenities of, of a deluxe resort or even a moderate resort, but um, it's Disney-themed, you get all the benefits of staying on site, you know, the transportation, early magic hours and all of that. Um, and it's, you know, it's a reasonable cost for, for what you get. Yeah, it's got, you know, I think it had a nice shop. I mean, you said the food court was very good, I think... What I liked about the food court there is that you had um, so many different options. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some favourites there as well. Certainly last time I was there. Um, so like one of the my favourite um, not very good for you meals was the fried chicken at um, the 50s Primetime Diner. Mm-hmm. Which you could also get a pop century. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think it was only certain days at the time definitely mm-hmm. like I think it was like the Wednesday special or something like that but you could have that I think I had a meatloaf another time as well um, but I, I think because of the, the you know obviously the name goes away about you know pop century so it's about pop culture um, I liked the uh, the main reception area it had yeah. lots of, of like old Disney merchandise and things from various TV shows and films um, like memorabilia that kind of stuff um, you know I'd I, like you, I think the buzz around the place was great as well. But the thing that I really loved the most, and I mean, this is obviously the same with the the All Star results, is the landscaping. Mm. I think it's so well done. And um, so for those that haven't been there, it's broken down into different decades. So there's a section for the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Um, and was there a 90s? I think it was the 90s, was there? Yeah. Was there a 90s? Yeah, the 90s, yeah. Okay. I obviously didn't go around that bit, so that's great. Giant, <laughs> there's a giant computer is one of the buildings. Oh, uh, okay. Don't know if you remember that. No, but, I uh, don't. It's like an old Apple or Amstrad type thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing says 90s like a massive computer. Um, in fact, actually saying that, I've actually pulled up the list of what's there. So um, I was in the 70s area. I remember that much. Um and so uh, around there, you had massive eight-track tapes. Now I knew what eight-track. Sorry, I was familiar with what eight-track was, mm. but I didn't actually. I don't think I've ever seen uh, in in my hand an eight-track. So I found that quite hilarious, really. Um, there was a massive foosball area, which was mm. quite fun. So like table football for us, the for English people. Um, a big wheel. A mood ring, um, but also a Mickey Mouse phone. And I actually right. have this phone. I have the real version of it. So we didn't know that when we booked it. And obviously we didn't know what area we was going to be in. So we thought that was really was really funny. Um, but um, so that's where I stayed. But the 50s area, there's bowling pin staircases, mm-hmm. a Lady in the Tramp statue. I think that's where we stayed. We oh, were okay. right by the Lady in the Tramp. Then, yeah, that would make yep. sense. That would mm-hmm. make sense. Uh, a 45 RPM record, transistor radio, jukebox, and a bowling pin pool, of course. It's probably one, one of the more famous bits there. Um, the 60s had uh, a massive yo-yo, um, and a yo-yo staircase as well. I don't remember the yo-yo staircase, but I ma- remember the massive Duncan uh, yo-yo they had there. Hippie flowers, peace symbol, because nothing says... 60s like hippie flowers and peace symbols um, a blue statue with Mowgli and some Play-Doh a massive tile Play-Doh 
Um, the 80s area had a Rubik Cube staircase, Roger Rabbit statue, um, a giant woman, which is uh, really fun to explain to the kids what that is, uh, Mr. Potato Head, Pac-Man, and Michael Jackson. I don't remember Michael Jackson there, actually. No. I remember seeing that bit. Um, and the 90s was a cell phone staircase, a giant laptop, like you said, giant floppy disks and a computer keyboard, rollerblades and hip-hop dance. Now, <laughs> that, yeah, other than uh, colour-changing clothing, that sums up the 90s, I think. Yeah, obviously. Much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a massive area. And I think... Um, I, th- I think the the 80s and 90s were like the d- complete different end of the um, results of where we stayed at, which is probably why we didn't see them. Um, and like we mentioned before, what was going to be the second uh, wave of Pop Century Resort in the end became the art of animation. Mm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. One I, thing I'll... Yeah, one thing I'll sorry. No, no. sorry. One thing I'll say in its favour is it's, it's a little bit more central than the All-Stars. So as a value resort... It's a little bit more centralised for the different parks because the All Stars are very close to Blizzard Beach, very close to the Animal Kingdom. Um, Pop Century isn't actually a huge distance away from the All Stars, but it is a little bit more towards um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, same um, with the and more with the moderates, isn't it? Yeah, in this yeah. Area. Pretty close to Caribbean Beach, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's literally you come out of Caribbean Beach and it's mm-hmm. just on the other side of the road. Yeah. So probably location-wise, it is a little bit more central. And also, there's a few things here. Um, as of April 2012, refrigerators and internet access are now complementary. Mm-hmm. Which I think, is, you know, I think fridges are a great thing. It was definitely the thing that we noticed the most when we were there, is that we didn't have a fridge. Um, yeah. And then for the second and third week, the second week we was on iDrive in an apartment type complex. It was a Hilton, but it was it was like a, a suite rather than a hotel room. So like a little kitchen there. And um, the week after we was in Clearwater, and that also had a, a, a fridge in the Hilton. And uh, they're so handy to have. Yeah, uh, you really notice. Um, how important they are when you actually have one. Um, so that's good. And they have pizza delivery, which uh, right to your room, which is quite yeah. good. Um, definitely sampled the pizza delivery. Well, and the other thing I completely forgot about until I wrote it just now, and I can't believe I forgot it, was the tie-dyed cheesecake. I was going to say that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which apparently you can only buy there. Yeah, I don't think I've tried it, but I've seen it. Yeah, I'm not a massive cheesecake fan, so I didn't have it. But I remember every day I was like, "That looks like fun." <laughs> they really look like fun. Um, the only thing I remember from from the breakfast was um, how hard it was to get fresh fruit. Um, and I think, like every day, Lindsay wanted pancakes, but she wanted strawberries. And the closest we could get was like some syrupy kind of strawberry, like sliced strawberry stuff. Mm-hmm. It was uh, that was a bit disappointing, but other than that, I mean, you know, I, I couldn't really fault the place. The staff were great. Um, the pool bar was good. We we went back there a few times, and uh, yeah, just just really enjoyed it. So I've got a lot of good memories of Pop, and I would certainly not hesitate to uh, to go back there unless I had a really good deal on one of the others. I suppose. You know, the one thing about the the value results in general compared to uh, the moderates even 
um, which we have mentioned already, is of course dining plan. And I think yeah. that really is a thing. I think if we were going and the dining plan wasn't really going to factor into things, um, it's, it's a no-brainer because yeah. the amount of money you'd save on, a, on another result. Um, but if if the dining plan was something you really wanted to have, then you know obviously that's probably a good reason to invest in one of the, the moderate runs. But uh, yeah. no, so I certainly wouldn't have any hesitations going back. So uh, yeah, so that's that's my view on the pop century anyway. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add on that? Or no, I mean it's good. Just I remember when we first went, um, first couple of times we went, and they brought out free dining. Originally, it was included with the values and they were just trying to literally get people to stay on site but then mm. over time it's they've changed that and I think last year they had free breakfast on the value resorts and then I think it was like a quick service dining plan on the moderates and then you had to go up to uh, well actually Saratoga Springs and Oakey West were the kind of bottom end of the, the full dining plan mm. um, so yeah, if you want the free dining, then you've got to go up market. But when we priced it, you could get Oakey West with the dine, with the free dining for about the same price as staying in a value resort and then buying the dining plan. So it it was quite a good deal if you wanted to experience a better resort. Hmm. Well enough. Right. Cut you, cut you mid Pepsi Max there. You did, you did get, you did get giving you mid, <laughs> mid drink, unfortunately. Um, so the next one on the list, um, one we're going to mention a couple of times for different reasons, but this one is the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Opened yeah. in two thousand and one. So compared to a lot of the um, places to stay on site, again one of the the newer ones, really, um, and uh, also. Home to DVC, of course, but we'll come to that a bit later on. Um, so has anyone stayed there? No. No. It was one we've looked at for our next trip. Um, we've kind of taken it off the list due to the distance from all the other parks. And I think okay. that's its its big downfall, is that it's, it's only down at Animal Kingdom that you're really anywhere near any of the other parks. It's it's probably the longest distance to another another park. Than any other hotel. Okay. We've visited it quite a few times because they've got a couple of cracking restaurants there. Mm. You know, Boma. I think I think I've said it before. I think Boma is the best buffet breakfast on site. Not character, but in terms of the quality of the food and the variety of the food. And then when we were on the dining plan, we did eat in Jico once, and that was that was great. Um, so we visited the resort, and it's an amazing resort. It's, it's, you know, it's really stunning inside. Obviously African themed, but it's a huge. It's a bit like the African equivalent of the Wilderness Lodge. If you've never been to the Wilderness Lodge, that doesn't mean anything. But you know, it's 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 <laughs> we'll huge, talk about that later. Yeah, yes. huge open open uh, space inside. Uh, you know, really high, and the the corridors. Are internal, so the the corridors face into the main lobby of the hotel, um, and one end of it is all glass, which looks onto a savanna, and you've got different rooms, so you can get like savanna view rooms, um, where you can see all the 
well, not all the animals, but but certainly some of the animals, giraffes and and various other things. So it's a great place to visit, even if uh, even if you can't stay there. I mean, it's it's the one that they use a lot in their marketing. I think is is that sh- is like a kind of a shot or photo of um, you know a family on their veranda with a giraffe coming up to their their uh, their balcony mm-hmm. for grazing purposes, um, which I don't think actually happens, does it? Because I mean, you know, surely a giraffe can eat a guest. <laughs> Not a whole one. I don't even think the rooms are that close. No, but I mean, but you know, the press photos would certainly had yeah. lead you to believe that was the case. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, I mean, I'm going to ask a question, but I'm guessing a listener will have to answer because you've not stayed there. Um, but I did hear a rumor that all rooms 24/7 uh, only played Africa by Toto, <laughs> which I don't I'm not, personally. I don't think is a bad thing. Uh, it's a cracking song, weird video, but but lots of beards, but um, but a good song. But uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get on your nerves after a while. But as I said, I've not seen evidence to say yes or no to that one um but yeah so so the distance thing really is, is is a big issue for you would you say paul yeah just, just the fact that i don't especially with younger children i don't think i'd be spending enough time in animal kingdom to warrant being that close to it but being that far away from the other parks animal kingdom's mm. a little bit like a universal studios park isn't it yeah like a one dayer yeah, and I don't think that's going to change much with what they're adding, to be honest. It'll make it a full day. I don't know. You may add another half day to yeah. it, possibly, if you're lucky. But, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's very similar to Universal Park. Yeah. yeah. The, the only other thing is that I think it's the, the hotel that's themed closest to one of the parks, mm. due to the fact that the, the Imagineer that basically runs Animal Kingdom also designed the hotel in Joe Rode. And I think... Mm. It's kept it as close to the theme park as as any of the other hotels have. Mm-hmm. Fan yeah, of the show, good. Joe Rody, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, so I don't that, know, but yeah. he'll have to deny it. <laughs> <laughs> but if he doesn't deny it, we'll, we'll just it's, accept it. It must be true, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, But it's good. I mean, that's, a, that's actually a good point you made there, Paul, because... Um, not just about Joe Rody, because he's, he's great, but um, the fact that there doesn't seem to be hotels themed around it like there's not a i mean i suppose you could you could argue all stars movies has a certain uh kind of thing with disney's mgm or disney's hollywood studios whatever you remember it as um but but not really not really themed specifically to that park you know tenuously linked i think yeah whilst yeah animal kingdom is obviously very very themed around that it's probably it's probably the only resort that's actually got an attraction in it, the same as you get in the park in terms of the animals and the safari. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I suppose I mean I suppose that's really its big selling point. So its big negative is where it's located, but its big positive is also where it's located. Yeah. I suppose if it was located anywhere else, you wouldn't see animals. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So a bit of a mixed one on mm. that one, but I like it. I like it. Um. The next one is uh, Disney's Beach Club Resort. Okay. So has anyone had any experience of that one? On, only to visit. Again, never stayed there. Um, but it's actually, I mean, it's 
it's adjoined to the yacht club and it's very similar to the yacht club okay. you know it's the same it's styled after like a new england seaside turn of the century theme um and uh it's it's a great location again it's right by epcot it's opposite the boardwalk uh, you can get the little friendship boats, which will take you either to the studios or to Epcot or to the boardwalk. Um, it's got some good restaurants. Uh, it's you know, but again, great location. And as we said, said previously, with uh, the yacht club, obviously beaches and cream is right in the middle of both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great. That's a great restaurant, and then the the yachtsman yachtsman steakhouse. That's a signature, and you got the captain's grill uh, as well, and then also the Cape May Cafe. It's got character breakfasts, uh, so it's got quite a few different dining choices, and you also uh, get access to Stormalong Bay, which we talked about last time, which is like yes. the little mini water park. Yes, yes, yes. Twenty five years old ish. Twenty six this year, nineteen ninety opened. Four Diamond Award winning. Triple A Hotel. Hmm. Um and also like obviously we um you mentioned about the yacht club. Um and the fact it's also near uh Boardwalk as well. And um they share amenities and staff. Which doesn't yeah, surprise they, me. They really. are literally Adjoined, you know, they, they, you can, you know, you can walk through one to the other, really. And it's it's um, it's twinned with the convention centre that the yacht club has, so uh, I'm guessing that's slap bang in the middle of the two. Yeah, I have actually slept there, but we hadn't actually rented a room at the time. Fell Did you just fall asleep in reception? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we walked back from the studios and we were. I think we were eating at Beaches and Cream and uh, yeah, well it'd be a long day. That's all I can say. Beaches and Cream is home to the um, kitchen sink, is that right? That's right, yeah. Yes. And so then No Way Jose. What's the No Way Jose? No Way Jose's got, um, it's like an ice cream sundae. So Beaches and, uh, the kitchen sink is something that you share. So it comes in a little mini kitchen sink and I think it's eight scoops of ice cream. There's a whole can of whipped cream and all sorts of other things on top. But No Way Jose is like an individual dessert, but it's about the size of your head, and it's got about half a jar of peanut butter in it. Oh, my God. So it's peanut butter, chocolate fudge sauce, ice cream, whipped cream. Um, it's about 50 calories, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be. Yeah. Must be I mean, it's, you know, Can't be that bad for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I like peanut butter, but that, that does sound... Really horrendous. I'll tell you what, that's one thing I think I miss uh, the most in Disney parks, going to Disney World, shall I say, is, um, is not even the ice cream there, because I never went there, but um, I had too many Ghirardelli Sundays. Yeah, okay. down at, you can't um, have too many. <laughs> it's not possible. It's a law of physics. You just can't have too many. That, that is, yeah, you've, you've made a very valid point there. In the same way, you can't have too many free samples from the same establishment when you're giving little squares of chocolate, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I love that place. Uh, <laughs> still, At least it's still part of Disney Springs, so that's the main thing. Okay, so, I mean, this obviously, as we've established, is a much better location. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice resort, yeah. Yeah. Great location as well. Yeah. 
So looking at a deluxe again. So uh, yeah, okay. I mean, definitely the the air location of it puts it head and shoulders above most places. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for for people that like to to walk around hotels, that's also good because staying there, you've got access to all of those other ones as well. So yeah, and one thing I would I would uh, recommend to people, and and we definitely didn't do this enough when we was at Disney World ourselves. I think sometimes it does come down to time. If you if you haven't got uh, if you're not there for like two or three weeks, just dedicated to going to the park, you, you know, you might not have time to do this. But if you do have time, if you do have a, a few quiet days where you haven't really got anything planned, you don't really want to leave property, then going around and visiting the other hotels, I think, is a really good idea. Um, yeah. It's something that we definitely do um, a lot around Disneyland Paris now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think... I, no, actually, you know what? I, I've still not been in Hotel New York for some reason. But yeah, we, we've, we've, been, we've been in all the others. I mean, we always go to Disneyland Hotel because we'd like to think that we're posh for a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, and also that smell. Mm. But anyway, I'm, I'm going off topic. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think it's definitely something that you should do. And yeah, if you've got a group of hotels that are quite close by, like you have here, you've got four, four hotels all, all pretty much on top of each other. So uh, it's yeah. a good way of knocking them out. Definitely, I think you know if you've if if you've got free dining, then you know you should definitely be doing it because some of the best restaurants are in the resorts, not in the theme parks, or not even on Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, as it's called. But but yeah, using the free dining and visiting the the resorts, especially the deluxe resorts, is a it's a great way to enhance the holiday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone that listens to this podcast or any other podcast that are like this. Um, you know, I think you, you definitely have a much better idea of what you're getting yourselves into because I didn't, um, I, I didn't really listen to podcasts, Disney podcasts before, um, my last trip to Disney world and, um, the amount of things that I've picked up since then, both from listening to other shows and, uh, you know, researching a bit more myself is, is ridiculous. And, um, you know, I was trying to get reservations for like Le Cilier, um, and California Grill and places like that. And I mean, California Grill was, was amazing. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, to, to you know not go there because it, it has its own reasons for um, why it's popular. Um, but there are these places that you've talked about, um, you know, and others have that you think, wow, if I'd known that. Because I mean, the thing is, you know, if you're even if you're Magic Kingdom, it's only a bus ride away to a hotel, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like you're... You're, you're going out um, you have to go like a long way out or something like that. It's hard to get to. It's actually very easy to get to from the parks. Yeah, it is. I mean, if and if you if you can park up, you know, if you've got a morning, plan a morning for the studios, and then take one of the little friendships, get off at one of these resorts like yacht club, beach club, um, have dinner, and then and then just walk into Epcot. You know, you can you can actually build it into your plan if you if you think about it and and do a little bit of research. And if anybody is interested, um, later this month, I think it's the 23rd of April, uh, the new uh, free dining offers are going to come out for 2017. So uh, if you're thinking about going in 2017, uh, free dining is expected to come up later this month. And uh, if people wanted to you know, consider booking a Disney vacation at any, any time, 
Uh, Mr. D, would there be anyone that you'd you know, recommend sending them to? Oh, yeah. Now, who could that be? Let me think about that. Well, I do know somebody who's excellent, and that would be that would be Wendy. So that's Wendy Prater. And Wendy um, is at Magical Journeys Travel. And she is she's one of our sponsors, so full disclosure there. Um, but but Wendy is is somebody that is um, a specialist uh, in terms of Disney. Um, you know she uh, loves Disney and is a is a Disney uh, kind of authorized travel agent. She also looks after uh, cruise uh, line as well. So if you're interested in a Disney cruise, uh, contact Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. And if you mention uh, that you heard about uh, Wendy from Diz After Dark, um, then you'll get uh, $25 off your deposit with any trip package that you that you book. Um, so, yeah, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. Oh, there you go. Not that we rehearsed that or anything, because, you know, obviously we wouldn't do anything as shameless as that. Um, but on to the next result. And the next one we're going to talk about is Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Which uh, is one that, certainly from the outside, does remind me of um, the one at Disneyland Paris that I can't remember its name of. Sequoia. Yeah, Sequoia Lodge. Sequoia Lodge, yes. Yep. For, for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, the fact that both both refer to as lodges. Um, but has anyone stayed there? No. No. But this is the one that's top of our list at the moment. Oh, and for our next why? day, why is it the top of your list? Well, it's it's not much more expensive than the Animal Kingdom Lodge. the The location is so much better. It's right on uh, right on the the lagoon, just just on the way into um, Magic Kingdom. Um, the only downside, and I actually don't see it as a downside, it hasn't got the monorail going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are within walking distance of one of the hotels that is on the monorail. Um, so that's quite good. And you don't even have to get on a bus to get to Magic Kingdom. You get on a on a little boat that takes you across the lagoon, right into the entrance of Magic Kingdom. Um, and again, as we said, how beautiful Animal Kingdom is, Wilderness Lodge is very, very similar in its style, um, but just in a much better location. Hmm. This is true, yeah. Again, you know, stunning resort inside, um, and some great restaurants there. I mean, that's that's how we know it. Again, free dining. Thank you. Um, we visited um, Artist Point, which is the signature restaurant there, and Whispering Canyons Cafe, which is this kind of regular table service restaurant. And that's great fun if you've got kids. Um, they do. Lots of fun things with kids. The the servers are good fun. Um, just make sure you ask for the ketchup if you go there, and then see what happens. <laughs> 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 uh, I, well, I, I hope it's a similar to the reaction I gave somebody um, a couple of years back. I was talking about a story the other day. I, I can't remember what brought it up, but um, I went to Vegas and Gordon Ramsay's steak had just opened, which was his first. Um, restaurant in vegas and um we managed to get it, it just it was like a soft opening so we managed to get reservations for the opening week and uh you know I, vegas is expensive anyway and it's golden ramsey so it was about uh about 75 dollars for a fillet steak i think 
something like that. And um, sure enough, I uh, I ordered said steak. A couple of other people did as well, and um, they asked for sauce. So for a seventy-five dollar steak, they asked for some ketchup and some peppercorn sauce. So uh, yeah, that that didn't go down particularly well, I've got to say. Yeah, I got uh, I got to that point and then it went dead. Yeah. yeah. So we'll pick up the conversation there. We had a slight technical glitch there, so you, if you hear a uh, a disjoint in the audio, that's the reason why. So apologies, people. Um, but uh, yeah, so listen to Paul's advice and, and definitely ask that if you're there. Yeah, that's something the, fun will happen. That's but I'm not going to tell you what. That's a tip. Um, but yeah, so well, it's good. I'm, it's, it's interesting that it's. Um, it's it's on your list, so I mean that may sway your vote a little bit when it comes down to it. But um, yeah, I've got to say, I mean it, it does look like a a beautiful resort actually, and um, yeah, I, I you know I think the location of it is is pretty keen, definitely. So what's yeah. the nearest um, monorail hotel? Is it the Floridian th- or is it Polynesian? I think it's the Poly okay. that you can walk to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can get to the contemporary because it's across the water, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must be the poly. Yeah. But as you said, Paul, um, the boat is fantastic. It's a nice little boat yeah. ride, and it takes you right to the Magic Kingdom dock, so it's perfect, yeah. really. Much easier you don't have to rely on the buses to go all the way around the lagoon when you can go straight across it. <laughs> does does help. does help, I think. Um, right, so we're going to, after deviating away to the wilderness, we're going to go back to the familiar, um, because for some reason, it must be the random generator of results that, uh, that Chris set up for us, but we've got Animal Kingdom Villas, the Jambo House, and the Kidani Village. Now, I'm guessing the main hangups with, with these uh, places, these villas, is going to be the location again. Yeah, I mean, same same basic location. So Jamba House is, is the main Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then uh, Kidani Village was the DVC resort that was added on. Mm. Uh, so it's adjacent to, to Jambo House. Now, Kidani Village has got its own restaurant, Sanaa, which is a cracking restaurant. And it's got the same kind of theme and feel. Um, is Jambo House. So again, you've got the savannah, you've got the animals outside. Um, if you go there in the evening, I don't know if they still do it, but they've got like a an open fire pit and the rangers will let you use night vision goggles and you can look at the animals in the dark. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you'd waited, you know, if you went half an hour earlier, you could see the animals in the light before the sun goes down. <laughs> but if you're into technology, hey, whatever. Whatever pops your cock. <laughs> Well, I suppose also when you can get your table. But, yeah. yeah, no, I've um, never heard of that restaurant at all, actually, Senna. It's a cracking um, restaurant. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sort of it. African stroke Indian. Mm. Um, so you get things which are a little bit like uh, what we would call an Indian meal here, but it's just just got a little bit of a twist on it. But, yeah, it's a really good restaurant. Yeah, Paul, have you, have you eaten there? No, I haven't. I've I've not actually been across there. We didn't have time to get to Animal Kingdom Lodge last time, so it's so bloody um, far away. We, we only <laughs> we only spent a day at Animal Kingdom, as as we said earlier. Um, so we didn't really have 
a lot of time to to get over to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, a few of those restaurants are on the list for next time. So yeah, highly recommend Sanaa. It's really good. Mm. You won't you won't regret it. Plus the just the location and the place and the animals. I mean, we were literally sitting at a table by the window, and it's a full window, so floor to ceiling height. And outside the window, it it was like you know herds of wildebeest, to quote uh, John Cleese. But there were you know there were cranes and you know uh, sort of water buffalo and all sorts of things just within stones throw. I didn't throw any stones, but that's they were the same, pretty close. You know, it's the same with California Grill, isn't it? Floor to ceiling windows. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that you could throw stones at the people passing by. <laughs> you kill them. I, had, I, was, I had to really think about it because it was really weird. When we went, um, I think because of when I booked the table, I mentioned it was our... Uh, well, I can't remember if I said it was our honeymoon or our wedding anniversary. And it was it was actually both. It was our honeymoon. It was our first wedding anniversary when we went. Um, but we ended up in the wine cellar there. So um, it was quite a, a small room. But it had like floor to ceiling windows, so I didn't. We kind of like we just kind of got rushed through the restaurant. Really, I didn't really take too much of it in, other than the long, uh, the long bar and cooking area. Yeah. But um, so yeah, we yeah. we ended up in that wine room. That's the one right at the back on the left hand yeah. side, isn't it? Yeah, because we got to see the water pageant. Yeah, that, yeah. In fact, that's how I discovered the water pageant. I was like, what the hell oh. is that? <laughs> First time I'd seen it. I'm never been told about it, so uh, it was a nice, nice surprise, and. Um, were we talking about? Oh, well, we weren't talking about it, but um, on last week's show, we were talking about some of the legacy members, mm. and the woman that served us at uh, at the California Grill had been there for about eighteen years, I think, at that point. Uh, I think she'd been with Disney a bit longer, but she'd been at the California Grill for about eighteen years yeah. through its through its changes, because obviously it was. Um, view at the, what was it called View at the Top or Top of the World Lounge Top of the World that was it yeah yeah before California Grill but yeah uh, yeah I mean she was awesome really good um, yeah. and she was telling us a few stories of a, of a, her time there but um, yeah so yeah I, I, I like the the floor to ceiling windows but um, you know that was good for that um, being so high up but uh, to be looking over a savannah that's that's uh, something else. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't throw anything at the animals. That was no. very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, we're going to go back around near to the beach club and to one that we uh, talked about a little bit last week. Well, mm. we talked about the main part of it last week, but now we're going over to the Boardwalk Villas. Yeah, never never stayed there. Obviously, been at the Boardwalk, been at the Boardwalk Resort, but... Mm. Don't know too much about the villas themselves. I've uh, I've had some friends that have stayed in the villas. Um, they they kind of reminiscent of like a like a little cottage rather than a a villa. They've got kind of like a front garden. Um, mm-hmm. from the pictures I've seen, like they've got like <laughs> little white picket fences outside and and <laughs> things like that. So it's it, it's very typical middle America in a, in its style, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know a lot more than that than what they've told us. Yeah, just from what I've been reading, uh, you know, opened in two thousand two, the fourth DVC property, so one of the earlier DVC properties. Mm. 
Um, yeah, you know, studio villas, one bedroom villas, and two bedroom villas, so pretty, pretty similar to some of the other DVC properties. And very near the aforementioned Jetty Rolls. Yeah. And uh, so, the Atlantic Dance Hall. Yeah. So a great location again. Mm. Very central. But yeah, these villas do look a little bit interesting, don't they? Mm. Apparently feature larger multi-bedroom suites. Maybe that's its main setting point. Yeah, lots of good eating areas around there from mm. the other resorts because you've got, you're also pretty close to uh, Swan and Dolphin and then the boardwalk itself. So you've got quite a few restaurants on the boardwalk. Mm. And you're near Apricot as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have that. Hmm. It's definitely somewhere, I, it's, now I know about it, it's definitely somewhere that I want to investigate more when I go next time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that makes it sound like I'm going going now, but I'm, I'm obviously clearly not. But uh, when the kids are a bit older and, and we're, uh, we're doing that, then, then definitely. Yeah, it's a nice little area. They just, um, I, was, I went in the morning a couple of, I think it was a couple of months ago now, because they announced that they were going to be closing the, uh, the ice cream parlour on the boardwalk. Hmm. which was sun, uh, Seashore Treats, I think it was called. And we really liked that place. It was, it was great. Um, but they've just, opened, they've just announced that a new ice cream parlour is going to open up on the boardwalk, although it sounds like it's a third-party one. So yeah. don't know if it's going to be included on the dining plan because the, the one that was there before, Seashore Treats, um, you could get an ice cream sundae and it counted as a snack. Uh, and again, it was it was fantastic ice cream, and it was a pretty generous portion, let's say. Mm. Okay. But at least there will be ice cream on the boardwalk. Yes. Yeah. And to be honest, that's I think out of nearly anywhere, that's one thing, one place that does need it. A boardwalk board. should have somewhere that you can have ice cream, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's that kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, when you can't go, when you're like me and you're, and you're poor and you've got a family and they're young and uh, you can't take them to Disney World, but you still want to have that that feeling of, you know, being near someone that's near Disney World, I like to listen to podcasts. Much like this one, actually. But yeah. there are other Disney podcasts as well. And there's one uh-huh. particular that we're a big fan of. Oh, yeah. yeah, we certainly are. That would be our second sponsor, WDW Today. Um, they're the longest-running Disney Parks podcast. They've been going for 10 years now, um, and they've just gone past 1,500 episodes. Um, they rebooted uh, in January with a whole new set of uh, cast members, um, Logan and the boys. Um, but they've uh, had some new guests like uh, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, everybody loves a bit of Dick. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some Imagineers. Um, they've also uh, got their own house band. We'd just like to point out they weren't sacked from Epcot. They were just at the end of their contract. Uh, <laughs> that would be uh, Off Kilter, um, formerly of Epcot's Canadian Pavilion. Um, you can find WDW today in all the usual places on iTunes. Um, and you can also find them at wdwtoday.com. Yes. And I meant to uh, say to Logan, actually, because I know he sometimes listens to us out here, hi Logan, um, that uh, I really enjoy listening to his um, 
wrestling special the other week with uh, Eric Bischoff. And they talked about... Um, no, it was Disney themed because they used yeah. to film uh, WCW in, um, in MGM Studios when they actually filmed stuff at MGM. When is it that, was the studios. I mean, the, the, there's a, is there a Disney and Hulk Hogan connection? Was there? Or am I, did I imagine that in a nightmare? No, not well. Um, a really tenuous one is that he was he, he was a voice actor in Nomeo and Juliet, which was released by Disney in America mm-hmm. for some strange reason. Um, but when he came to WCW um, after leaving WWF, when it was called that before the pandas started causing a, a ruckus about it, um, he was uh, he had like a, a ticker day parade. At MGM Studios, right, announcing a big hoo ha. Mm. So uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of clips of uh, Hulk in uh, open top cars being driven around MGM Studios with Disney characters and whatnot. I believe so. one of his TV shows was filmed at MGM as well. That's and around how, that's that happened. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's how he got signed. Th- uh, yeah, wasn't it around the Grand Floridian? Yeah, I'm imagining I believe that. So. Yeah, that was Thunder in Paradise. Yes. It was a cross between Baywatch and Knight Rider. And yes, as crap as that sounds, uh, <laughs> it succeeded in being that crap. Um, but that's okay, because Hulk Hogan doesn't listen to this podcast, so we're fine. But um, yeah, no, Logan, good, good one that was. Um, so that just brings us to our last resort for this round. Uh, another another short the episode last of, uh, of this uh, podcast. And that's Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows. Mm-hmm. Now, I recently listened to Len Testa, uh, who's also part of the WDW's a Day crew, talk about his stay in the Polynesian, one of the Polynesian bungalows. Did any of you guys hear that? I did not. Yeah. It sounds like they're an enormous amount of money. So expensive. I can't remember what it cost them. He worked at, he, worked, he did it on points and he worked at, uh, the cost based on the number of points and yeah. what he could have got with those points at a different resort and it's wow I, just, I don't remember exactly what that what no, it came out of but it was a but lot of he, money uh, he wasn't particularly happy because they kept him waiting for his room yeah and he worked out how much it had cost him to wait mm-hmm. for his room after the check-in time <laughs> only to get there and be told that the room was actually ready and they hadn't yeah. told <sighs> But they do sound fantastic, and you know what location? Yeah, you, know, you can watch wishes from your from your bungalow balcony or whatever. From your jacuzzi or hot tub. Yeah. From what I could work out. From your from your bog, probably. Well, that'll be right up Craig's alley. He'll be saving his money <laughs> if he <can> speak. <laughs> well, it? Yeah, yeah they, they're a bit special, I think. One thing we didn't talk about because obviously we've talked about uh, the Polynesian Resort. We've talked about the Polynesian Resort, haven't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. first first one, I think. Yeah. Um, but we didn't mention this, and I mean, it's it's appropriate to bring it up now because it's still in the same locale. Um, but did you know it's where the Beatles broke up? Yeah, it's where John Lennon signed the contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After he failed to turn up at the meeting in New York. That's right. <laughs> he he went on a, a holiday with his mistress. Yeah. And was in a room at the Polynesian. There you go. That, that wasn't Yoko then, was it? Or was that you? Was no. That you? No. no. No, it was, was that pre-Yoko? It was, no, it no, was... No, post-Yoko. Post-Yoko. Post, yeah. 
You come on. The real reason the Beatles split up was because of Yoko. This is after Yoko. Yeah. But while he was still with Yoko, so it gets very confusing. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's 1974 as well. Mm. Which is, yeah. like, funny when you think, like, the Beatles split up, well, as we knew it, the Beatles split up, was it 1970? 71? Yeah, I don't know, I'm vague about that, really. Yeah. It was around that time, wasn't it? I can't believe we're talking about Beatles and Craig's not on. Yeah. Did you know that... Um, right remember Nixon, Tricky Nicky? Yeah. Um, remember he gave that speech about... I him? am not a quick... That's it. That w- that speech took place in the Contemporary Hotel. Wow. There you go. Piece Disney, of trivia. Disney's Useless been the backdrop trivia. of a lot of uh, things. Yeah. Thank God JFK wasn't shot there. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is a theory. <laughs> well, yeah, there was a, there was a theory. They actually built Walt Disney World up in 1963, <laughs> then yeah. shot him, then took it all down, dismantled it, and then built it back up in 1971. It makes... Logical sense. You used to have a grassy knoll. We'll explain a lot. We'll explain a lot. Um, so other than them being very, very expensive, does anyone have anything else they want to add to the Polynesian villas and bungalows? I think that one's a bit of a, a bit of a bucket list one. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's, it's it sounds amazing, fantastic mm. location. They sound really luxury in terms of the, um, you know, how they're appointed. Um, and then you're on the monorail route yep. for Magic Kingdom and easy to get to Epcot. So, yeah, must be nice. Mm. But, yeah, I think you're right. It's probably a pipe dream for most of us. I don't know. That's a, the that's a thing as well. I mean, the the thing with the the very expensive results, I suppose, I suppose we're the wrong demographic, really, because, you know, if you can afford it, you'll stay in it, mm-hmm. and if you can afford, you know, the prices that they charge for those kind of rooms, you're probably not even wondering how much it costs. But certainly, uh, for people that need to try and do things on a bit of a budget, it's a massive, massive factor. Yeah. And you know, I'm 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 guessing that, you know, for the sake of a two-night stay, potentially a two-night stay at um, one of these uh, bungalows is probably what it would cost me for a trip um, to stay at, you know, pretty to stay on iDrive or something like that for two yeah. weeks. Yeah. You know, potentially, I mean, I've obviously looked into it, but I know just how much those things cost sometimes. And, um, yeah, to me, it just I just wouldn't be able to justify it, the price of those. But it's, as you say... It's a bucket list thing, so it's that being able to say that you've done it. Yeah. Isn't it, really? I suppose yeah. so. Or maybe you can get a comp. Maybe if someone knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, then uh, compass, that'd be great. If I win a huge amount of money on the lottery, I'll take us all out of there. How's that? Oh, that's, that's, that's very kind of you, but I'm, yeah. I'm fine at an all-star. I'm fine yeah. to go back to how you, uh, you, know, how you used to live your life. Okay, then I'll throw in pizza <laughs> then at the all-star. Ah, well, there you that. go, then. All right, that's sorted. Hang on, hang on. Let me. That's a good point, actually. Let me just double check. Uh, oh, I won uh, a Lotto Lucky Dip. Doesn't sound like I won the, uh, the ten million pounds last night in the lottery. Yeah, no, I'm not trying anyone to anything either. But that Lucky Dip, that could be the one. Uh, you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. God, that would that would have been a fun uh, podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> if I'd have uh, I'll just just set my lottery ticket from last night and um, then announce on the podcast that I'd won but no <laughs> there you go so right well with that in mind um, to start from the top again 
the results that you have to vote for are Disney's Pop Century Resort, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Beach Club Resort, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas Jambo House and Kidani Village, Disney's Boardwalk Villas and Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows. So uh, voting will be open uh, shortly. So check that out. Um, make your votes, make your vote uh, count, as uh, as they say over here when we have a general election. That means a lot. Um, and vote for the person you want in. But um, yeah, and I think actually, if you really want to be sneaky, not that I should be recommending this, but um, I think if you tick more than one box, you can vote for multiples. But that's you know that that is slightly cheating the system a little bit. But if you've got two, you really can't decide between them. Maybe that's what you want to do. Just just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we'll open that up and uh, we'll have the results in two weeks' time. I believe we'll be back next week with a never another normal episode of Diz After Dark um, possibly with other people of the team who the hell knows um, but until next week I think that's goodbye from me that's goodbye from him and it's goodbye from me oh, there you go we'll see you in a week's time